0: Stop you, shoot for the sun, and break on through.
1: So the following message is brought to, to you by Marco Cabono, President, National news. Federation of the Blind. You can live, live the life, life you, want.
0: you want. Yes, we know
1: the
2: truth. Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Monday, March 1st, 2021, and this is presidential release number 503, and I'm going to officially pronounced today as Pedestrian Safety Day for all Americans thanks to blind people because today is the day that the Pedestrian Safety Enhancement Act goes into full effect as of today. So uh, thank you to the members of the National Federation of the Blind who made that a reality. Uh, This goes back now, gosh, almost two decades. And it was truly a grassroots member-driven initiative started by Debbie Kent Stein of Illinois and ultimately culminating in a bill that was uh, passed by Congress and signed by President Obama into law on January 4, 2011. And as of today... 100% of all hybrid electric vehicles manufactured today or in the future must make a safe level of sound while stationary, in reverse, and up to speeds of 30 kilometers per hour. And that's because of the tremendous work and leadership of the National Federation of the Blind If uh, you're new to the movement, if you want to learn more about the Pedestrian Safety Enhancement Act, I would refer you to an article titled Progress on the Pedestrian Safety Enhancement Act that uh, was published in the April 2017 issue of the Braille Monitor. Uh, What a great day uh, to have a presidential release and to reflect on the work that we've done. Closely related, I want to uh, celebrate our recent great work on our first virtual Washington seminar. We um, did tremendous work, especially on our co-sponsors for the Access Technology Affordability Act, where we doubled our support in both the House and the Senate. Uh, We gained 29 new House co-sponsors for ATAA, and gained seven new Senate co-sponsors for the bill. We also received tremendous support for our other legislative initiatives. So I wanna thank each and every one of you that for your hard work on advancing our advocacy agenda during the month of February. Don't forget, we're not done yet. We still have a lot of work to do. So keep the pressure on Congress keep uh, working on getting those co-sponsors and stay tuned for those alerts as they come out when we need immediate action, but keep holding those members of Congress accountable for supporting the priorities of blind Americans. I also wanna call your attention to the fact that I recently sent a a couple of letters, important letters to the members of Congress. Uh, One had to do with voting accessibility and the other had to do with the elimination of Section 14 c of the Fair Labor Standards Act and our work to uh, get rid of subminimum wages for people with disabilities. Both of these letters can be found on the advocacy portion of our website at nfb.org. Also, very recently I wrote to all of the governors regarding the urgent need to ensure that access for individuals with disabilities to COVID-19 vaccines and testing is uh, being fairly implemented and done without barriers. And of course, one of the problems that we're hearing a lot about is uh, vaccination uh, sign-up websites that are completely inaccessible to blind people. There's a copy of this letter, again, on our advocacy page at NFB. It's gone to every state, and uh, we're encouraging our affiliates to follow up with uh, local municipalities and testing administration agencies. We're going to be providing affiliates with a template to do that, but our letter to governor should give you a great basis uh, for following up with those local administering agencies. Also, Very soon we will be putting up a uh, survey to gather data at nfb.org about COVID vaccine access and the barriers that you might be facing in local communities. And so please, uh, when that page comes out on our website, I would ask you to post your experiences so that we can collect that data and hold governmental agencies accountable. Uh, there's probably not too much we can do on the legal front because, as you know, the legal cases take a long time. And, of course, time is not of the essence when it comes to the uh, COVID vaccine. We want people to get the vaccine now. So that's not probably our best advocacy strategy, but we need the data to determine what our best strategy is. So please give that survey attention, and I urge our affiliates and chapters to be doing outreach to Uh, help overcome those barriers, especially to testing and access to the vaccine. Also, recently we've become aware of outreach by some uh, serial plaintiff's attorneys who are inviting NFB members to join in website compliance testing initiative and asking NFB members and chapters to be plaintiffs in serial filings of website accessibility cases. I want to remind our affiliates and chapters that we have a policy in the Federation to coordinate our legal work. We want to make sure, especially, that we're putting NFB's name on credible efforts and that we're not using our organizational capacity and especially mobilizing our members to work with attorneys who, well, let's just say aren't out ultimately for accessibility, but might be out for a quick dollar. So I would encourage and um, urge our chapters to continue to coordinate legal efforts. If you get outreach from attorneys looking to mobilize NFB members to test website compliance and to sign on as plaintiffs to cases, I would urge you to notify our uh, legal program team here at the national office. Call our main number 410-659-9314 and dial extension 2440. If uh, anybody has reached out to you, if you have information, you'd like to coordinate. We're not saying that um, all the outreach might be bad. We may in fact find folks we want to partner with, but we should coordinate that work to make sure it's really something we want to do uh, as an organization at the local level. We've been talking this year about products of the month in our independence market and also some sale items. I'm not gonna go through all the sale items uh, this month. You can. Find them disseminated on our website and other places. But I do want to call to uh, your attention the Independence Market product of the month, which is the Kenneth Jernigan map of the United States, one of my favorite interesting products that we carry. If you're not familiar with this uh, large puzzle map, which is fun and encourages tactile learning, especially about the various shapes and geographic features of the United States. The uh, map includes each state, which is a puzzle piece, and the major geographic features are all tactilely discernible. Underneath the puzzle pieces, the map shows the borders of each of the states. This uh, map is Pretty impressive and unique piece, and it can be had in our Independence Market for $250. It's our product of the month. You should check it out if you're interested. Call us up here at the Independence Market. All right, well, this being March, we are thinking ahead to the summer. And in the National Federation of the Blind, one of the um, things that signifies summer is our NFB. Braille Enrichment for Literacy and Learning Academy. And this year we're offering the in-home edition again. After a very successful initial launch of that program last year, we've made a very conscious decision to offer three virtual programs of NFB Bell Academy this summer for students across the country. Options will be available in the Bell Academy for beginners, intermediate and advanced students. And as always um, we are finding innovative ways to engage students in braille literacy even at a distance. Our uh, Bell sessions will run, three of them, this summer. The first session one is June 7 to June 18. Session two July 19 to July 30, and Session 3 will run from August 9 to August 20. The Bell Academy is appropriate for blind and low vision children ages 4 to 12 who fall into one of the following categories, and I would venture to say probably every uh, blind child does. Children that do not receive enough Braille and non-visual skills instruction in school. Uh, children who could benefit from more Braille exposure over the summer, or and, and or, I should say, children who would enjoy connecting with blind role models. I know I would have fit all those categories when I was in that age group. You can apply. Starting today, and space is limited, so we should encourage families to apply as soon as possible. Applications are available in Spanish and English. You can go to nfb.org bell to receive more information and find access to the applications. Please sign up as soon as possible. Speaking of signing up, today is our traditional day to launch registration for our National Convention. And in long-standing tradition, we are doing that actually right here this evening on the presidential release. You can now go to our website to sign up for the 2021 Convention of the National Federation of the Blind, which will run from July 6 to July 10 it will be held once again anywhere and everywhere and our theme for this convention is stronger together transforming and unifying our future registration is open tonight and will be open for the next few months you can go to nfb.org/convention to get all of the convention uh, related updates. If you want to jump directly to the registration, you can visit nfb.org slash registration, but you can also get there from the nfb.org slash convention page where it has the details as they become available about our 2021 convention. Now, the board of directors has again decided that registration will be available free of charge to all participants. So This is really tremendous. It allows an opportunity for everybody and anybody uh, across the nation to participate in our convention and as you know we registered over 7,000 people last year for our convention with less time. I think we can register more this year. You will be offered an opportunity to to provide a donation along with your registration. Keep in mind that the convention does still have associated costs but Uh, you're not required to donate. It's available free to everybody. Now, registration is available to everybody, and that registering makes you eligible for door prizes, for um, special announcements, as well as perks that might come along, uh, exclusive to uh, convention registrants. And if you want to vote, at the national convention, you do have to be registered. Now, in order to vote, you will also, of course, have to be a member, a dues paying member in 2021, and you will have to have paid your dues by May 31 of 2021. So um, register, Uh, and if you're a member and want to vote you'll have an opportunity within the registration process to provide the phone number from which you will vote with so there won't be a separate process this year. If you want to vote you can do one registration and as long as you're a member in our database uh, you'll be able to vote as long as you've registered by May 31. I would encourage chapters uh, who might have members who might not be able to access the online registration to help them register. There will be a, a form in the Braille Monitor that we do still have some members who like to send in their, their paper registration form and you can do that as well. Uh, I, I imagine we'll probably have the downloadable form also on the website, but the easiest way really is to fill out the online form and uh, you can find more information in an upcoming Braille Monitor about the convention. I think April and and forward will have a lot more information about the emerging national convention, which I'm really excited about what we're going to do this year. And uh, we announced at the Great Gathering Inn that the NFB of Maryland is hosting the convention this year for us. Um, This is our convention, and so, We should make it all that we want it to be. I am certainly thinking about program items uh, for the convention, but I need your help. It's always a challenge to think up interesting program items, um, what presentations people might like to hear. Please send me an email at President at nfb.org. I need your ideas about what we should put into the general sessions. If you have other convention ideas, please send those along as well. I'll make sure they get to the right team members, but definitely send along ideas for the general sessions. I need them. I know it's gonna be another exciting convention, bigger and better than last year. And speaking of bigger and better than last year, we uh, spun up very quickly last year a virtual choir and this uh, idea was headed by rachel greider a member of ours from the great state of california who uh, wrote and said hey i'd love to do this can we do this and so we did last year and thank you to those who participated but we want to do it bigger and better this year so here to talk about our 2021 Virtual Choir is our Virtual Choir Director from California, Rachel Greider.
1: Thank you so much, President Riccobono. Um so, as, as President Riccobono said, I am so excited that we will again be having a virtual choir at convention this year. Um, we will be preparing up to three songs to be announced. Um, stay tuned for that. Um, rehearsals will be held at 8 p.m. every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every Friday in April, um, with the exception of April 2nd, because that is Good Friday. Um, and they will be recorded for those who can't attend. Um, Also, materials will be available for singers to learn their voice parts on their own. Um, And uh, singers will then record themselves singing their parts on their own while listening to a counting track with headphones. And their tracks will be combined together to create the virtual choir. Um, All tracks will need to be submitted and recorded by... Uh, May fifteenth, so we got we got a little over two months. Um, if you would like to register to sing in the virtual choir this year, um, it will be available. Registration will be available for about a month, starting today. Um, it can be found at nfb-pad.org. Again, that's nfb-p, as in Papa a. D as in delta dot org. The deadline to submit the participation form is April 5th. And I am so, so excited to be able to hear from many of you and to sing together again this year.
2: Thank you, Rachel, for uh, donating your time and talent to uh, putting our choir together. I'm looking forward to it. And I do encourage people to uh, participate in our Performing Arts Division Virtual Choir. Now, uh, we'll be talking much more about our uh, convention as uh, we get into the next couple of months. Um, I know that our affiliates will be thinking up new and nifty things to do. I know we'll be encouraging many more and better banquet parties than we had in 2020, and hopefully with more and more people having access to the vaccine and some restrictions being lifted, more and more can happen. We've also um, been planning to put some additional things into our convention, and so we built them into registration to make sure that we're all affirming our commitments to each other. And so you'll find some required checkboxes in the registration process that we'll be asking you to uh, affirm to um, when you register. to make sure that we're all holding to our commitments of diversity and safety within the National Federation of the Blind. Here to talk about uh, some of the work we're doing in the registration for convention, but also more generally some of the, whatever brief updates uh, she would like to provide from our survivor-led task force from the great state of New Mexico. I'd like to now give the floor to Daphne Mitchell.
0: President Riccobono and good evening, Federation family. The Survivors Task Force and those volunteering with our three branches have begun to carry out the mission that President Riccobono charged us with roughly two months ago. The National Board of Directors adopted our organization's code of conduct in 2018 and have diligently worked to improve upon its scope and the process of investigating complaints every year. One of the steps we are taking to support the intentional culture shift towards full accountability is including a process to acknowledge and verify that those who register for convention will abide by the code of conduct. Uh, as President Recovano mentioned, the co, um, the convention registration form goes live tonight following the presidential release and as you go through the registration process um, at the end of the form you will find two paragraphs which briefly outline the code of conduct a link to the code itself how to file a complaint under the code of conduct consequences for violators and information about how to contact the survivors task force. Anyone who registers for convention uh, will need to check a box to acknowledge and verify that they have read the information. Um, There will also be a second check box for registrants to acknowledge that they have read the code and agree to abide by the code at the national convention um, here now in 2021. the language of the acknowledgement and verification will be included in April's Braille Monitor for those who President Ricabono mentioned, um, utilize postal mail, or even um, those who may lean on one of their Federation family members uh, to help them assist in completing the convention registration form. So <clears throat> I wanna take a pause here to extend our deepest gratitude to survivors and allies who contributed their thoughts, time and energy to creating the acknowledgement and verification system. Um, If you too desire to lend your talents and voice to help further support our organization's culture shift, please visit the survivors website at www.nfb.org org/survivors to sign up for one of the branches, Um, and we have training and culture, communications and engagement, and procedures and oversight. Um, And you can also learn about other initiatives that we are currently carrying out. Um, Lastly, I just want to reemphasize that everyone who um, finds themselves at a situation where they need to access the code of conduct complaint process should feel empowered to do so. Um, And using either of the methods outlined in the code, you do not need to file a complaint through a specific leader, and you may have a trusted friend to help you to submit a complaint. We hope, again, that you don't find yourself in that situation. But if you do, please access the system. And we are working every day to make it better for all of us. Thank you so much for your time.
2: Thank you very much, Daphne. And I appreciate uh, your work and the continued work of our survivor-led uh, task force. I have the pleasure of meeting with them, well, at least on a weekly basis, sometimes more. And uh, I, I continue to learn a lot from them. So thank you for that. And I'm sure you're going to hear from uh, our task force at the National Convention, and I'm sure there'll be a number of program items that they're going to help us put together. So, I'm looking forward to an awesome 2021 convention where we're going to show what Stronger Together means, even in the virtual environment. So, send those ideas along. Our pre authorized contribution program chairs, uh, the Pac Men, as we like to call them, Scott Labar and Ryan Strunk, have given me some notes for this evening. Uh, we're doing well on the PAC program, sitting at about $495,000 annualized, but we need to do better. You can go to the PAC form at nfb.org/pac, and uh, you can find the PAC form there. And you can increase your PAC. You can sign up to make a monthly contribution to our organization there, or you can call 877-632-2722, that's 877-NFB-2-PAC, or you can send an email to PAC, P-A-C, at nfb.org, PAC at nfb.org, to... uh, express your interest in wanting to sign up for the program, and our team will get back in touch with you. Uh, I also want to congratulate the winner of our drawing at the Washington Seminar. The drawing was for individuals who either increased their pack or started a new contribution during the Washington Seminar. And the winner of the drawing is Steve Lindsay of Washington, D.C., who will be receiving a $100 gift card to the Independence Market. Thank you, Steve, and to the other contributors to our PAC program. I want to welcome a number of new chapters to the PAC program, including from the National Federation of the Blind of Michigan, the capital region chapter, and the Michigan Association of Blind Students. From the NFB of Colorado, we have the Mountains and Plains chapter, as well as the Colorado Springs chapter and the Greeley chapter. Welcome to all of you. And from our South Carolina affiliate, welcome to the at-large chapter as well as the Lancaster chapter. Thank you to all of our chapters and affiliates that contribute on an ongoing basis to the PAC program. also want to remind you that we do have our Dream Maker Circle, which is a way to make an end-of-life commitment to the National Federation of the Blind. We did have one new uh, individual jo- join the circle. This month, but they elected to remain anonymous. So, thank you to our anonymous uh, new member of the Dreammaker Circle. And if you want to learn more about the Dreammaker Circle, please reach out to Patty Chang here at our national office. Uh, in closing this portion of the presidential release, I do have a few Federation family notes to share with you. Uh, Marcus Soulsby, our president in West Virginia, reports that in January, longtime NFB of West Virginia member Andy Baumann unfortunately succumbed to COVID-19. And uh, Andy is described as a pillar of the affiliate. Also from the NFB of Alaska Bonnie Lucas reports the passing of Al Waldron who was a longtime member of the affiliate who passed away. Uh, Al served on the affiliate board and also was very active with the Alaska Blind Veterans Division. Uh, She tells me that Al was known and loved by many for his culinary skills and he taught cooking at the Alaska Center for the Blind and Visually Impaired. And Pam Allen of Louisiana reports the passing of uh, Sharon Thomas, a- an active member of our New Orleans chapter. Although Sharon had struggled with some health issues, her death was very unexpected. She was only 58. I encourage you to keep all of these members, their families, and our Federation family who um, are mourning their loss in your thoughts and prayers, as well as those I may not know about. I do have one joyful item here to close out this portion of the release. Uh, Everett Bacon of Utah reports that David Cirillo, who's president of the Utah Association of Blind Students, and his wife, Sadie, welcomed a new daughter to their family and our Federation family. Elora Ann Cirillo was born on February 4, 2021, at 11 37 a.m., weighing 6 pounds, 10 ounces, and measuring 18 inches long. So welcome, Allura, being the newest member of the National Federation of the Blind. It's hard to believe that in four months we'll be in, just at the beginning of getting ready for our national convention this year. It's also hard to believe that it's been a year of uh, virtual events all around the Federation. I wanna say that I continue to be inspired by um, the work that Federationists are doing to find ways to connect and protect in this virtual environment and to build the organization and movement that we have in bigger and better ways, even despite the social distancing. So thank you to everybody for your continued work. Uh, Welcome to March. Welcome to our uh, new listeners to the presidential release, and we hope you will decide to join our organization. That's what I have for the month of March. I will leave you with our customary endings and say let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Hi, I'm Oriana, and I'll be telling you a joke. Okay. What's the joke? What did Rosemary say when Sage proposed? What? what? It's about time. Ha. 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 Hello, my name is Austin, and I'm also here to tell you a joke. <laughs> when do you put a cow in an elevator? When? When it's spring? When you want to raise the stakes. Ha, ha, ha. ha. <sighs> Hello, I'm Elizabeth Frickabella, and I'm also here to tell you a joke. Okay. cool. What does spring sound like? Uh, Who knows?
1: uh, Birds? No. Boing. Ha. 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 The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind, Office of the President at nfb.org, 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go bill the National Federation of the Blind.